You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Hi, welcome to the Kush Life podcast. My name is Marshall Hill. We're journeying together through Oklahoma medical marijuana, recording out of the back of the Kush dispensary. Katie, it's cold today. It's cold yesterday and rainy. But how's it here at the Dispo this week? Uh, well, I don't like the cold and the rain. I's not feeling it, but the disco the dispo's good. We went to the Admiral Twin last night with Seven Leaf and a bunch of other dispensaries around which, town. Which side did you guys choose? The scary side. The east side. We watched Halloween and Nightmare before Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Which was the one you had seen? Halloween? Halloween. Well, yes. Thoughts? Oh, no, so you still didn't see it? I saw it. Well, <laughs> well I was in really. the bus. <laughs> she didn't really watch <laughs> Smoking. it. Smoking. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was a good time. It was cold, but it was fun. It's yeah. nice. If, if it could have been like a week before. Like this past weekend was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Then it got cold. Oktoberfest had really good weather, but Halloween is going to be cold. Let me tell you about those porta potties <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys make it out to Oktoberfest? We did. We took the kids out uh, Saturday for the afternoon. Not my typical uh, arrival time. Katie, that voice sounds very familiar. Yeah, we've had Rob on before. Yeah, hey, it was uh, round two with a, a little a little different twist, though. We're here with uh, Jubal Exotics now, featuring some of Tulsa's premier, premier flower in the market. And uh, I'm going to talk about our flower and our, our company as a whole and talk about some of our collaborations that we do with some of the best uh, labs around town and around the state. So it's going to be a great, great podcast. Yeah, excited. Yeah. Absolutely. So you did Oktoberfest? I did do Oktoberfest, not the way I used to my my early 20s. I uh, didn't do corporate night, which led into a, a nice, clean Thursday morning. I wasn't hungover. Um, Boy, I was. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a little different this year. Uh, no no tickets. Um, so I think, I think we spent just as much in two hours. Unknowingly, because you don't know. Hey, twenty dollars for per yeah, tab. I mm-hmm. like the no ticket. That that's true. That might have beaten the porta potties. That might have it, beaten them. Yeah. You didn't want to know how much you were spending. I don't just, know. Tickets are just annoying to have to. They keep track are. Of. Well, and then you always have some left over, so you feel uh-huh. like you spent too much, mm-hmm. and that's annoying. So how do you pay if you don't pay with tickets? I know you have to do it online. But how do you, what do you give them? Like Card. Card. They just oh, have okay. the, Clover is the payment system, and they landed that massive deal. So shout out to Clover wow. on the processing side, because it was a Clover machine everywhere you went. Okay. So it was some, I, I kind of asked some of the beer, beer gardens, if yeah. they liked it. Some of them liked it, others didn't, because it was... With the ticket, you got twenty here. There you go. This you got to put the card in. Uh, wait, slowed it down, slowed a it down a little bit. So I think it delayed some of the, the lines, which were a little longer. And in that spot and tent, something was stinky in there. So mm-hmm. uh, my daughter. That's the one I never could find. Yeah, it was I one kept right looking when you, for the yeah, spot and tent. That's the that's the premier Jeez. one for me. But they had the all the local. Uh, all right, so we had said, and they didn't. When when you were walking around, did you catch whiffs here and there? People consuming some nice medical flowers. Oh uh, no, it was different whiffs. Uh, not so, not so <laughs> kind on the nose. Oh, bad whiffs. So oh. back to that uh, oh. porta potty situation. Well, that's why me. you go on Wednesday night. Exactly, catch them clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> 
what was this? A bunch of people shitting or what? I, you know, I th- <laughs> Chris is like, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm not sure what it was, um, but definitely doesn't smell as good as our flower. So, yeah, okay. uh, well, not much stuff does. <laughs> Jewel has some very good flower. Absolutely. Plug. Plug. All right, so Katie, uh, what's happening this weekend? It's Halloween. Uh, We're going to be at Mercury all day Saturday. They're going to have bands out there, a bunch of different vendors. There's going to be a bunch of craft vendors and people selling different food items, food vendors, bands all day. We'll be in the smoke tent, the smoking room, patio, whatever you want to call that, open air room thing. (laughs) And we'll have the bus out there, a green room for all the artists. We'll be hanging out. What time does it start? Starts at noon on Ooh. Saturday. Come out. Come out for a little day drinking. Yeah, it's gonna be sunny. Even though it's colder, it's it it's should still, be nice. Yeah, it's still gonna be nice. Yeah, yeah, it'll be we'll, fun. We'll just get to wear hoodies now. Yes, time um, for fall clothes. I might show up, but if I don't, my uh, my my Halloween counterpart will be there. Okay. Yeah. Whatever that means. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the non bald Marshall will okay. show up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like him. Yeah, yeah, he's fun. <laughs> he's fun. He's fun. He showed up the other day. Nice. Yeah, it came in the mail. I was excited. Good. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> round two. Uh, I'm going as beer, though, for Halloween. Beer? Beer costume, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is what it is. Are you going to be a nice hopped up ipa or are you gonna be a pilsner <laughs> do you have an idea what you're shooting for it it, it has nothing it's <laughs> just a glass of beer is you're a half full type of guy or no, it's a it's a full it's, it's a full, full glass Where yeah fresh uh, fresh off the tap that a boy yeah but uh i guess i'll go with uh we'll stay with so it's my favorite local beer that's not local necessarily here to tulsa but local in oklahoma would be everything rhymes with orange so yes i'll go with that that's a good one yeah that's yeah, a good one yeah yeah it's easy to drink Absolutely. It's orange, kind of like a pumpkin. Mm. So it's somewhat yeah. ties into the season. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we are now. <laughs> That's I was, a stretch. That's well, a stretch. no, I was about to start going down this trail of <laughs> yeah, pumpkin yeah. ales and all this. And I looked over at Chris and I was like, wait, we're not talking. We food. haven't even started yeah, smoking we, yet. Yeah, we got to start talking about a little bit of weed, less on the beer. <laughs> Okay, so you've moved over to a new company. I have, absolutely. Um, I met uh, Luke Hansen on the golf course of all places. So uh, life's all about timing, opportunity. He and I just hit it off on the back nine. And um, What course were you on? We were at La Fortune. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Was it the back nine of the uh, the par three course? No, the big boy course. We, <laughs> oh. were, out, we were out swinging them. <laughs> it was, uh, it was my, my good friend and I, we've, we've started this Father's Day tradition of he and I go out and play around a golf um and we just coming around the back nine he was like hey can we jump in i was like sure man do you smoke yeah and then i started talking to him just so happens just so happens i do a little bit (laughs) so it kind of grew into that and took a little bit of time to get going but once i came into the facility and and saw what they were doing and how they were doing it, i knew i had to do everything i could to get involved with this company because they've got a great mind they you know attention to detail they're always learning um and you know they're it's to me a great fit for me personally and and uh you know for them as well so it's been a great marriage so far that's awesome so what uh what'd you guys swing on the back nine i think we started smoking a little more so (laughs) (laughs) you know did you get better i guess there for a little bit for me for a couple holes yeah yeah good good some good and some bad just enough to keep you coming back though (laughs) a couple clean shots so who won 
Uh, I'll take. I'll let yeah, Luke. Yeah, have that. I, I won't. Ooh, I won't. Luke got the L or yeah. the the W. You got the W. Yeah. So you gotta let the you gotta let the future boss win. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next time we play though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we joked about the little par three course. But listen, that that course is a lot of fun to it play. It is a lot of fun, especially yeah. in the summertime with uh-huh. the lights turned off. Yes, when they do the lights. The, the lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I wish they would they would push more into the fall time. Because that yeah. 55, 60 degree weather is perfect. 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 You need limited ice on your beer. <laughs> That's um, yeah. You know, yeah. But it, it, it's a good time. Uh, it was nice to see that they redid it a couple of years they ago. They did. And yeah. I, I sadly haven't been able to play since they redid it. So I'm excited to yeah. one day get out and play again. It's, a nice, you know, it's right here by the house. Um, so get away pretty quick. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well. Introduce Luke to us. Yeah, Luke, I'll let you uh, inform the, the listeners of, of who you are and uh, <clears throat> why you came up with uh, with Jubal. No, absolutely. So, uh, first of all, happy to be here. Uh, first time on the show, and so I'm you know appreciative of, of the opportunity to... First time caller, long time listener. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, so, uh, Billy and I, my counterpart, um, uh, started Jubal about two and a half, three years ago now, um, right around the time that um, the OMA uh, began. Um, we were actually back in Wichita um, at the time working for a company called Cargill, which is in the agriculture space. Where are you from? I'm originally from Springdale, Arkansas. Oh, okay. Yeah, which Woo, is about Woo-pig. Yeah, Woo-pig. an hour and a half mm. east of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I moved uh, out of college. I came down here to OKC to work for an agriculture company um, and then got moved up to Wichita, met Billy. And then we moved back down here. Billy had been going to the University of um, Oklahoma State uh, doing agriculture um when we first met um and we you know first of all started in this you know 3500 square foot growth space we were actually growing in little 100 square foot tents you know and every time we'd make some money we'd put up another tent so um you know we reinvested reinvested reinvested. what was the first strain you started with uh my tie number four was our first strain um second strain was creamsicle seemed like it most of the stuff I would see from them, everything's crossed with Mai Tai, Mai yeah, Tai, yeah, Mai Tai. Yeah. And then it's Pixie Sticks, Pixie Sticks, Pixie Sticks. Yeah. And then it's Pixie Sticks, Mai Tai. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, which was good. It was good. Yeah, no. We- so the first strain that you grew was Mai Tai. Mai Tai number four. But that's not the big question of the night. What's the big question of the night? Okay, Luke, we want to know first time you smoked, how old were you? Do you remember what you smoked and what did you smoke out of? Oh man, <clears throat> yeah, that is a great question. I was probably fourteen, um, and it was out of the notorious gas station bullet. Um, you know, you'd, you'd twist the cap off, you'd, you'd load the weed in, and then you'd twist the cap back on, and you'd suck in real hard. And uh, God only knows what we were smoking, though. Uh, you know how it was back in the day. You'd say, "Yeah, exactly." It was, "Hey, you know, I got you know, twenty bucks. I need a twenty twenty sack." Um, nobody was asking what strain is it, you know, back in the day it was, Hey, listen, you know, looking for something to to get me high. (laughs) So uh, where was I? Probably in my 1998 Nissan Pathfinder. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. Rolling dirty. Smoking and driving is always safe. (laughs) In the, in the driveway. I was parked in the driveway. (laughs) I had snuck out the the side door, right. Uh, and, and loaded up the bullet and, you know, got a little high. (laughs) <laughs> Did you load up the cap also? Fill up the cap or just the bullet itself? Just the bullet itself at the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then you graduated to loading up Gra- the cap. That's right. That's right. Once I got a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, those are fun. <laughs> and easy to hide. Yes. Easy to hide, yeah. 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 
easy to get back to. You know, Plus, right. they don't cost station. much. You can just zing it out exactly. the door. Exactly. I don't know what that is, Mom. Yeah. So you smoked. You fell in love, or what? I mean. Yeah. No. We um, we just continued to smoke more and more. You know, um, I'd probably consider myself a stoner there for a while in high school and college. Um, but really, our uh, motivation to get into the industry was our love for the plants. Um, when Billy and I first met each other, um, I was a business major, um, doing cattle stuff actually, uh, for Cargill box beef. Um, but Billy had kind of told me a little bit about how he was growing these plants in cocoa core medium and, um, uh, just water in general, like the roots were just suspended in water. And I was kind of like, I need to know more about that. Um, super, super interested in, in what was going on in that space and kind of going, hey, listen, um, you know, it very well could be, you know, some of what the future of agriculture looks like, right? So um, that's kind of what, what, what my passion is, is the plants uh, themselves and, and kind of the, the alternative agriculture and, and how we continue to, uh, to grow better and better, you know, flower and medicine with uh, a smaller and smaller footprint overall. Okay, Walk us slow, slow that down for us for a little bit. So Absolutely. W- what does that necessarily mean? Uh, it means, so at the very beginning, we were doing what's called deep water culture recirculatory systems. DWC is kind of what you'd hear, uh, hear it called. And that's kind of what they consider like, you know, quote, true hydroponics. Right. And um, what that is, is that is pretty much the water or the, the roots just suspended in water. Right. So there's no medium. They're not in soil. They're not in cocoa. They're not in rock wool. They're simply just suspended in the water. And we've had, I think we've had one hydroponics that's come on before, I believe. But m- most people don't do hydroponics. Very few do because it's tough to scale. Um, Very few do it correctly. That's, that's another good point. Yeah. A lot um, of people try it, but they don't really succeed. It does seem like there have been a lot more hydroponic growers pop up recently. I think people are tired of lugging soil around. They're tired of bugs in their soil. They're, and just, they're looking for something cleaner, but yeah, switch. That doesn't mean they necessarily know what they're doing hydroponically, but we have seen a lot more hydroponic growers here recently. Absolutely. And so what, you know, kind of how I've always described it is there's less of a meat, a buffer, right? So, you know, when you're growing in soil, you know, you can kind of mess up the feed really actually you're only feeding water for the most part. So the, you know, not knocking on anybody whatsoever, right? But the, you know, the level of knowledge that you have to have to feed the plant is just timing and, and amount, right? Of, of, of moisture. Uh, then you move to cocoa, which there's a little bit more of a, a buffer there. So say you, you know, you feed at 12, 1300, what's called PPM or parts per million <coughs> of water. But the pot in itself is, you know, in the, the cocoa itself is only a thousand PPM. So then you have what's called that buffer, right? So the, the plant's not going to be 100% susceptible to the feed that it's getting at that time. Then you have rock wool, which holds m- less um, salt than, uh, than the cocoa. And then you have the water. So if you think about the water, it's you know, say, for example, you dose the water that you're feeding those plants at that 1300 PPM, there's no buffer. You're feeding that plant 1300 PPM at a, you know, say, for example, your pH is too low, say it's five with, an, with acidic water. And those plants are very well going to either be permanently shocked or um, going to have some long-term effects just because of one single water. So it takes, it takes some guts to run <laughs> deep but, water But long-term for, for you, what does it mean? Eh, it was tough to scale. So when we started getting bigger, we started going to cocoa. So now we grow in cocoa. Yeah, just because it's not 
economical it's at, you know, at this point in time to run those deep water culture circulatory systems. So <laughs> we still try to do our best to uh, recapture as much um, moisture in the air, for example, as possible. Uh, so when we try to minimize our footprint, we're moving towards the LED technology and our lights, um, minimizing the total amount of wattage or yeah, that we're using right to grow our plants. Um, and in terms of water, what we do is, you know, when you capture moisture from the air, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry if you guys couldn't hear me very well. Uh, when you capture moisture from the air from both your AC units and your dehumidifiers, um, typically, you know, a lot of people just, you know, send it to the drain, right? But what we do is we recapture that and we're actually able to use it as 25 to 50% of what we actually feed the plants. So, you know, especially with water being our most valuable resource, we want to make sure that we're continuing to move in more of a, in a more and more sustainable uh, direction as we move forward. We we don't hear this is the interesting part, and I think it's an interesting dichotomy of uh, of the industry of being that we're should most of us be environmental because we like the earth, we like flower, we like things that come from the ground, you know. There's also a trend, you know, there's that segment of the population that's quote-unquote, you know, hippie, right? Mm-hmm. But few few growers really dive into that level that have come through to my understanding. What do you guys see? I see growers being passionate. Every grower is passionate about how they grow. It's just they're each passionate in different ways like we have territory um is a korean grower and they use like all natural nutrients they use like eggshells and banana peels and like they don't use anything other than really natural compost and then you've got zero group they're another um hydroponic grow and um 313 they're really passionate about everything being organic and hermetic. hermetic is another and then maple rock and veganics and they're all i mean they're all conscious in their own ways yes yeah. but all a little different yeah that's yeah, cool mm-hmm. it really is all right so what uh, what's been your most popular flower i know you said your your first one but when what's one that you just loved uh we've really been able to dial in our pixie sticks lately um, and it's kind of a fan favorite as well. Uh, so when we kind of go through and decide what to run on our next rooms, uh, a lot of it goes into, hey, listen, what's been selling, you know, at the end of the day. Um, and everybody's always asking for more Pixie. So it's kind of... T- oh, sorry. Uh, but uh, but Pixie's kind of been our, our go-to right now. Um, we just moved to a new facility um, about a year ago, and we've been having tough, a tough time dialing in our Mai Tai, to be frank, right? So... Um, every strain grows different and that's just kind of a tribute to, um, how it takes time to dial in a new facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to new environment, new lights, uh, strains are different. They're sensitive. Um, so between our pixie sticks, our next favorite is probably our motor breath. Um, and my personal favorite is probably our trop cookies, our Tropicana cookies, which we uh, are getting back in the lineup here, hopefully next month. Which Fino are you running the purple or the green? We've got the purple chop cookies, Fino. Okay. The one that, uh, the Oni. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Tropicana cross with banana kush. Yeah, yeah. we love it. The, the terps on it are crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Tropicana cookies is one of my favorites there for a while. I was, uh, it's hard for me to smoke uh, purple weed by itself because it seems a little harsh. So I like to mix it with 
something else. Yeah. A little blend. That's how I prefer it. What were you? What's your favorite thing to mix it with? I think at that time it was Tropicana cookies and what was it? Gelato, I think. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, so Absolutely. I had that sweet and that had the gas. Love it. Yeah, that's, that's my thing. I love gassy weed and I love sweet weed. Nice. Yeah, so kind of made a baby. What did you uh, what did you roll up for us? Um, today we are trying pixie sticks. Oh. The one that we've been talking about. Very nice. Yeah. We're all excited. Uh, look at us. <laughs> also going to add a, a little extra to uh, one or two of them. Um, our friend Leon over at Five Leaf creates a, a fantastic product here. So we're going to do a little uh, a little dab through those and see how that runs through. Um one of the three collaborations that we do with some local companies. Leon's a great guy, really has his, his stuff dialed in and creates a heck of a, a full-spec cart and a, an entire line of products from from 2 to 1 ratio topical creams, great for pain. Um, they also have pill capsules as well. So he's, he's yeah, really... We, not, we even, like old Neon Leon. Yeah, he even had that little beard tincture <laughs> yeah. that comes through. I don't naturally need it, but uh, those people out there that do... Can we try this one too? Absolutely. All right. That's the Cushman's. Yep. Yeah. I've been yeah. wanting to try this one. All right. Well, I think it's time for uh, the music. I think it's time for the music. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Terpene Talk with Katie. Okay. We've got pixie sticks, and we're talking about the terpenes. Um, it looks like. The top three terpenes on pixie sticks are going to be beta-caryophylline, delta-limaline, and then finishing off with myrcene. So it should be a nice uplifting high. Mm. Should be a nice sativa cleansing, relaxing with that myrcene on the end, but it should be uplifting and should be a nice high. So do you guys consider it a sativa or a hybrid? To me, uh, and you know, as as run the guy that runs the sales for him, I I have to have that tough job of trying all of our strains. So it's, it's rough. It's, it's rough. It's rough. You know, yeah. It's really yeah. it's really one of the down parts of the job. But yeah. Pixie sticks for me. And is on more. a regular basis, you know, you gotta <laughs> quality control on a regular basis. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but to me, it's more of that hybrid leaning, slightly indica. I right. know not all the time it's gonna oh. smoke like it says it is. But it's very, you know... That's where you're saying the myrcenes kind of come yeah. in and, and be real relaxing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is high in myrcene as well, but it, yeah, it seems... I mean, but yeah, you guys tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the great part to me is it, it, it's not the same way with every smoker. You know, Pixie could act differently to, to you, to me, to Katie, to Chris, to Luke. You know, I think it's all in your environment that you're also in. Um, so it, it can kind of lead you in different paths. But I think that's a great part about it. it. It's not the same for everybody. This podcast always gets us talking. That's good, though. That's, <laughs> that's where we're educating. We're talking about product. What else are you supposed to do on a podcast? <laughs> 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 smoke. We're supposed to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go smoke. We'll try it out. and uh, Let's do it. We'll get back Sorry. and do more talking. Throw so a hashtag on that. Elevate and educate. All right. Love that. Trademark. <laughs> It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life. Kush Life. Kush Life. Kush Life. Kush Life. 
Hey guys, this is Katie at Cush. While we're on this smoke break, let me just tell you about what's going on at Cush. Every day from 10 to noon, we have happy hour. 20% off everything in the store except our daily deal. It's bomb. If you are shopping for concentrates, edibles, even flour, it's a great deal. Come in every day, 10 to noon, 20% off. See you soon. Cush all right, we are back. How are we feeling, Katie? Feeling good. Yeah. Uplifted? Uh, I guess not. I felt like it was a really clean smoke, mm-hmm. and I do feel relaxed. I feel good. Yeah, the Mercine's definitely in there. Yeah? Yeah, you get it. I feel like candy. Like candy? No, like a pixie stick. Ah, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> what does that feel like? Feels funny. Funny. Like a pixie stick. Okay. Ah. Everybody talk at once. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking right now. Like a pixie this is, this stick. Is a think tank now. <laughs> what was your favorite flavor of pixie stick? Cherry. I don't remember them that much. Like I didn't know there were flavors. <laughs> Maybe my mom was like, "Here's a pixie stick." <laughs> grape, grape. I think yeah. yeah, grape was common. I was gonna say blue, but yeah, I feel like purple. The grape was probably the best one. Yeah. All right. So, what about you? How you feel? I feel the same way I felt the first time I smoked pixie. Just relaxed <laughs> and just totally just at ease with everything. It's been a long day. Drove all the way to Bartlesville and back. So. A perfect transition to the night for me. Yeah. Chill, chill. Yeah. Time yep. to chill. Time to chill. What about you? I don't know. I can't figure it out yet. I'm well, not chill. Well, we also had the the yeah. The that's oil the, on that's it the too. problem so too. That's, that's, that's like a supercharger. That's almost why I didn't want to put. I didn't want to put the oil on, but I did. Right. I mean, you succumbed to pressure. I did. Like Chris <laughs> says, "Don't tempt me with a good time." Everyone else is doing it. <laughs> yeah. Might, what, might as well. This is, you know, this is when, well, if your friend jumped off, would you? Clearly, you did. But I think this oil does You're kind a of jumper. take it. I'm a jumper. <laughs> so am I. It's fine. Go team. <laughs> you think it made much of a difference? I think the oil makes a, a big difference, personally. Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe, you know, leave it again. Smoke it by, by itself. Luke, what about you? How you feel? Pretty, pretty mellowed out. Yeah, pretty chill. Like a pixie stick? Like a pixie Probably stick. like the blue-flavored pixie stick, mm. Mm. I'd say. Is that raspberry, or what is the blue? Just blue flavor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fl- the flavor you use, oh. blue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> whatever that, whatever blue tastes like. Yeah. All right, chill. so here's it one. It tastes chill. Here's a question to celebrate our, uh, <laughs> our one-year anniversary-ish. Uh, we'll celebrate it for a while, right? Might as well. It's a question that I used to ask because I was really curious. We stopped asking it, but I, I found myself sometimes coughing on some flower and not on others. And it was a question I used to ask. And it was, why do you as a grower think that some people cough on some flower and not on others? On yours, we didn't cough. You know, why is that? So it's for a number of different reasons. <clears throat> Starting before harvest, we do what's called flush the plants. Right, so <clears throat> at the time of deep flower, the plants are kind of, you know, pumped up on nitrogen and other elements, right? 
So toward the end, we have to flush all those out of the leaves and the roots so that then it is washed away before we harvest the actual flower itself. So there's less, essentially, nitrous vegetation around the flower to you make guys the, do the a full two weeks or five yeah, to seven do, days yeah or? we do we dial down about 14 days out and then to a straight water and what we call resin which is lactic and citric excuse me lactic and lactic and citric acid um pixie sticks yeah the last week so okay seven days zero ppm yeah seven okay days. And then dark the last two, 60-60 cure all the way through. So what that means is we keep it 60% relative humidity and 60 degrees from that point on in its life. Bring between dry, nice colors. Between 7 and 10 day dry, cure, trim, trimmed cure, always 60-60. All right, so what, was that a yes? Yeah, we I do. That, that's the, that, yeah, I don't I know if we're doing anything <laughs> different, but that's what we're doing. Oh, what was the question? Yeah. <laughs> that's Sorry. the deep dive. Yeah, the but deep yes. dive of, yeah. To answer your question, that's that's what makes our flower so great. Our flower hits that way every time from strain to strain, be it a, a high-hitting sativa to your mellow indicas and your hybrids. You know, I think yeah. that kind of goes to show the craft to uh, the we're, guys at the grow. Yeah, we're just giving it our all. Well, so no, that's yeah. that's the answer, huh? Yeah. Well, well, anyways, so that flushes out all the nutrients, and sometimes there's some built-up nutrients in that, and it makes it a little bit rough to smoke, right? So if people are not flushing, and it's different, grown in different media, it makes that smoke a little bit different, right? So you could be coughing because you don't like a lot of nitrogen, I guess, in your smoke. In your smoke, just a little bit harsher. Now that's well, that's nope. the I don't most realistic answer. Likes I nitrogen in their smoke. Mm. Well, I guess so I get, flush yeah. your plants. So, so I guess it's yeah. Flush your plants, people. Flush the plants. Keep it clean. All right, so you brought something else here. What would you bring? So this is one of our collaborations we do with uh, the guys at Cicada Labs. Um, We give them our fresh frozen or our, excuse me, we give them, like, this is our DK Smash. We partnered with them. This specific one is this year's Cannabis Cup uh, first place prize winner for the uh, solvent-free category. So this is extremely high quality, um, just a great brand to be partnered with. So we're starting to roll all of our... May I open it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Starting to run you know, all of our strains through them from harvest to harvest. So we've got six new strains coming out with them, dropping in about a week and a half. So it's yeah, Cicada going, does a good job. Yeah. They really do. They're masters of the craft. So that's that's typically who we like to partner with, you know, because what goes in at the you know at the beginning of the process really dictates what comes out. Oh, absolutely. So you start with high-grade quality flour, you're going to get in return, you know, just as high level. Mm-hmm. If they know what they're doing. If they know what they're doing. Hmm. What do you think it's of the smell there, Marshall? Scent. Yeah, yeah. It's got a great scent to it. And which uh, one is this? This is the DK Smash. Okay. The uh, yeah, shout you, out to you the asked guys earlier about what I mostly do, so yeah, I mean, I, I've mostly moved completely to two dabs, and I, I get the solventless. I mean, I'm, I can't do the, <laughs> the regular. I cough and cough and cough. So, uh, when you said nitrogen or whatever, it's like I'm guessing that would be another stuff too, which is guessing then really what makes me cough extra. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nitrogen is one example of could be a terpene in there that doesn't agree with you it could be multiple things yeah it's not like you know the 1994 weed you know all that all the coughing all the coughing 
Oh no, that was a seed. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. But these guys really are are really uh, operating at a high high level right now. So being able to to jump in and, and partner with them is is going to do great for not only you know us as companies, but you know the entire state as a community for uh, for for high grade cannabis products. So it's a uh, it's a great great opportunity for everybody. So you guys like doing collaborations. Absolutely. Absolutely. So <laughs> what makes sense? You'd like to do a pre-roll collaboration. Is that correct? Are we hearing it first on Kush Life podcast? TBD. <laughs> wait, wait. I was trying to get a straight think, yeah. yes out of you. Uh, I think, uh, I think, answer, answer get some soon. flour in here, get some Jubal flour in here, you know. Okay, promote, okay. Promote it, and then, See then we, we have a straight yes. Kick out then some. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then we crush it. Go live. So, what, what are you thinking? What's your thoughts? Oh, we can't talk about it on the air. Mm. TBD. TBD. Yep, not on the air. Coming soon. But if you just say yes, I'll it's say coming. yes. It's coming. But yeah, that. Uh, Marshall can't get over the hash. He's in love over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, sir, you know, that is. Uh, that's uh, it's half a gram. You guys. A really, really great smell to it. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. They, uh, they do it. full grams as well? Or yeah. Just oh, yeah. We do full grams. Okay. Yeah, full grams. Uh, on their cartridge, you know, it's the live rosin, you know, just ice, heat, pressure, and time. It's the half gram cart, and currently the DK Smash is the only cartridge they're they're making, and this just comes out at a just a half gram for the purpose of it's the resin, right? Want, yeah, it's live yeah. rosin. Yeah, so you don't rosin. Yeah, okay. So you don't want that full gram gumming up at the end. So it's it just you know it keeps better in the half gram. Well, all right. So long time stoner. Pretty long time stoner, I'd say. Did you hit it back in the day more than now, or do you think you you go definitely more now? definitely back in the day more than now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, running the grow is it's it it takes some time. I feel like we have something in common. We used to go hard back in the day. Now we're getting a little bit more mature. Yeah, and it's just a little bit that goes a long ways these days for me. I don't know. Amen. For you. Amen. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So not every day, but you know, definitely several times a week. At night after work, but I mean, yeah, the nights are late work. sometimes, and the mornings are early. In the mornings, man, it is pretty much waste my whole day now. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's night only. Oh, night only for me. Yeah, me personally. Um, I like when I'm in bed. But, but yeah, like like he said, I mean, a couple of years ago, before this whole deal, you know, when life was a little bit uh, more laid back, absolutely hard in the paint. Now we have to work our ass off and be focused. That's right. It's just God damn it. Comes with growing up. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but anyways, no, yeah, always no. always a good time. Always one of my my favorite pastimes. So yeah, I remember waking up in the morning. The first thing I do is take a big bong rip, just to start the day. Oh man, take a shower. Nothing to do that day. <laughs> sure, I still worked and did everything, but I could function better back then. Oh man. I mean, I knew I was stoned, but. I didn't care. Well, what about the weekend, though, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. A if there is story. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Plan, up, the plants don't stop have growing. Have a cup of coffee, walk outside, smoke a bowl, go back inside. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, that's what I was saying. Go Sunday the lake, afternoon. Take the boat the, out. It was, right? It was the most perfect day. And Play it was some just, frisbee it was golf. Like, and absolutely. Yeah, 75 degrees, mm-hmm. clear. That's what you did? You went and played golf? Oh, yeah. Frisbee golf? Which, yeah, also breaking, I think we're going to try to start a little putting league or putting night that cush lounge cush lounge mm-hmm. got great outdoor lighting got a great environment 
putting tourney? Like, yeah. So all you disc golfers out there, come on out. TBD yes. dates and times. Yes. Uh, so it would be on Instagram, at Cush Lounge Tulsa. Sponsored and by Jubal Exotics. Yeah. I'll throw that up on uh, the social. See if we get any bites. Absolutely. I'll come reach down. out to uh, my friends at Basket Case. Promote it with them, too. Yeah, that'd and be awesome. They'll, they'll we be, get lots of people from there. Oh, absolutely. Sure. It's a huge community, disc yeah. golf. I mean, it's one big family. Everybody's, you know, just excited to be, you know, out and about and playing the great sport. Mm-hmm. So you play? Absolutely. I've played since 2005. Who did we have on that was 95. Like a, that was a professional or like an ex-professional or something? I remember, but I don't know who it was. They've got professional disc golf? Absolutely. It's it, it, their million-dollar contracts. It was the guys right that were doing the – we were taking those well, – the weird things. Oh, the, Hartland, Pat, and uh, – John. John. and Pat. John. Yeah, yeah. Maple Rock, Veganic. Maple Rock, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he plays a lot of golf. He Yeah, he's good. <laughs> yeah, he was, a, he was a semi-pro disc golfer. Yeah. That's awesome. I wish I would have we'll get him stayed. I, would, I wish it was at the state it is now when I was really playing back then. And then, you know, time happened. Because uh, it's, a, it's a huge global touring sport with some of the biggest players in the sport earning, you know, easy seven figures. Disc golf. Disc, disc golf. golfers. Absolutely. It's a sport. It's a sport. Yeah. It's in colleges. It's in high schools. It's, okay, in, it's in elementaries. It's, it's another outdoor sport. People, not every kid wants to play the traditional sports. So it's I had no idea this was in schools. Yeah, wow. it, it's 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 Mind kind blown. of a like a yeah wreck. yeah. It's I like mean, an I elective. know what disc golf is, but it's just for <laughs> yeah, I had no it's idea just for guys <laughs> to get some beer and go walk around and throw a frisbee. It's still man. for that. Like, well, they're, they're going international. Yeah, I, I like doing that too, but yeah. I like to win. That's my preferred preferred way to do it is with you know the cooler and you yeah. know a couple of buddies. And I still like winning. I don't want to be a loser. Yeah. So it's sport. Yeah. Competitive nature comes out. Got it. Darts, bowling, it's all like, how is that any different? Don't they, they have beanbag toss on ESPN. Like, it's a <laughs> million dollar contract. serious thing. <laughs> Semi-pro. You know what you don't get when you lose? A participation trophy. Because <laughs> yeah. no, no second place is the... But you get a cold beer. First loser. <laughs> second place is the first loser. <laughs> yes, that's right. So how often do you play? <laughs> Uh, well, if I'm if I can play once a week, really? Yeah, I mean during spring and summer days are longer, but you know I work you know at least till five thirty, six o'clock most days, so time runs out. But you know once a week maybe. Huh. Still got a bunch of friends that uh, I play around the area. So and there's tons of courses, you know around Tulsa. We're very fortunate in the surrounding cities. If you go to Oklahoma City. It's not even close to the amount of courses we have. Hmm. Getting new courses, getting money to you know upgrade courses and help keep them clean. So, huh. so yeah. how'd you play the other day? Me? Yeah, I didn't. I haven't played in a while. Oh, I thought you said on Sunday you played disc golf. Did I say that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play. Maybe out here in the back. Pixie sticks. <laughs> practice. Practice. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I didn't know that. Well, that would be just like going out to the range, you know, hitting, hitting golf balls. Right. Just go out here, go putt. 
<laughs> I didn't even know I said that. <laughs> Chris's <Okay>. fault. <laughs> so what did you guys do this this past Sunday when it was a beautiful day? I That's what we know. were talking about, it was, and it was like, what, what do you do like as a pastime now when you smoke? That, that was where the, the direction of the conversation right. was going, and you You're said right. you played disc golf, so we chased this <laughs> long <laughs> rap disc Turns out he never played. <laughs> yeah. Good good combo starter. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. you know. Good weed. Yeah. <laughs> pixie sticks. You're welcome. That's what pixie sticks does. Yeah. You there know. you go. <laughs> it's a very great social smoke with your friends you know just everybody's happy and you know upbeat yeah you know? that's the uplifting part yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got it why, why did we question terpene talk that's our fault <laughs> our so, fault to answer your question sunday was the day we could not find a place to eat because service was so slow everywhere there were so many people out probably yeah it was a gorgeous day so many people so out many people we went out. to like four different places yeah yeah What's, where did we end up? Jane's. Because <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what's your... What's Jane's? on the podcast. Jane's Delicatessen on 11th Street. I've been there. It's delicious. It's pretty good. Yeah. Oh. Pastrami pancakes. Pastrami and cheddar pancakes. I don't know what to think about that. Deliciousness. Sweet and savory. Everything you could want for breakfast. And tell, tell them how they make the pastrami, Katie. In house, they make it there. Mm. It's wow. yummy. It's real yummy. Have it sometime. James is going to get the munchies here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. You better be careful. Going to James. Already got them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, favorite thing to do now that you're an old man? Now that I'm an old man, <clears throat> I've got a fiance now, so hang out with her. Right. Congratulations. Um, but uh, man, I've always been into, into running. I'm a big runner. While you smoke? Pardon? No, that's like what, now that you smoke, yeah, like uh, like weekends. What do you, yeah, yeah, do you smoke on the run? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like getting high and going on a run. Yeah. I'm kind of already on your runner's high. How far do you? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I've been, I've straight been, into it. I've been thinking about that also, like starting out here and having like a, a smoke and run. Do you have a lot of people that run well, with you? Uh, yeah. I used to okay. be a part. I'm not a part of a running group here, but both in OKC and in Wichita. That's okay. how I first kind of like made friends in these new cities I moved to is like, I just joined the running club. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, man, we'd run five, 10 miles. Are you doing the McNally's pub run? When is that? Uh, so it's coming up here pretty soon. Maybe. You run a mile, drink a beer, run a mile, drink a beer. Oh, I've heard of those. Yeah. They're I've never a lot done of fun. That. They're a lot I've, of fun. Oh, I'm yeah. not sure if I can handle that. Call it the yeah. pot trot. The pot trot. That's what he, yeah. yeah. Could call joint a mile. Trot. There you go. Yeah. Every mile I got to smoke a joint. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Well, I would be in the Kush bus so everyone can hop <laughs> on the Kush bus. He's just like following. I'll run security. runners on the side. Keeping riprap Keep off. Keep smoking. I'm not running unless someone's chasing me. Yeah. Yeah, I've been running a really long time. Uh, but I would ride my bike. Yeah, yeah. And, Biking's uh, fun, too. Biking and... I think well, you I mean, do it at the same time high. as runners. Like, yeah. have a bike and a run at the same time. That'd be sweet. The runners have to keep up with you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. You set the pace. <laughs> Do you find that uh, when you smoke, that many times you can actually propel further than normal? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. If I could, and then if I could smoke and get high enough but not 
to where I was too hot. I didn't want to go, but I still you just run the wrong that way. Sweet spot. The sweet but spot. just the sweet spot's about seventy five percent there. Yep. So then once you're there, then you're just blazed, and then you're not even thinking about it, and you're just you just riding it. Yeah, you're just you gotta run to the next bus or ride your bike to the next bus stop. Yeah. What is it about getting high that helps you do that? Oh man, that might be above my pay grade. Oh okay. <laughs> Let's see. What is it about the high that makes you do that? We're, we're well, hoping with all a, your, your wealth of knowledge. knowledge. If you think about it, it's yeah. a little bit of a, like a, you know, how it helps heals people's pain. I would say the so, terpenes. Like yeah, the it's, it's almost terpenes. like a, yeah, yeah, a little bit of like a mind. No, no, because half the battle of running is just mental, right? Mm-hmm. Or anything like that is just mental. Right. Like the, your ego trying to tell you that you can't do it, right? But when you take it out of it and it becomes more easy, you just flow with it. Huh. Huh. I don't know. That's a theory. That's right, my it's theory. It's a good theory. Yeah. Really, it's, it's in your focused. mind, too. It's yeah. Your mind gets in this zone, and you're just concentrated so heavily on it that you just can stay in that, that little arena right there for, for longer periods of time. It's kind of like a, a songwriter or somebody writing a book. They kind of they get that, that little oh, go, yeah. and then they just keep writing and writing and writing before they know it. They've written 300 pages or written an album. So I, I think that just gets in your mind. I've never had that problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that zone and tear it up. I can't relate. You know, I hear what you're saying, but no, I don't. ADD. I personally have done any of those things. <laughs> just what I've seen and read. Uh, that's too much. All right. So where do people find you on social? Uh, we are at Jubel Exotics. At J-U-B-E-L-E-X-O-T-I-C-S. All right. Uh, what's the best way to get in? Connect is, is oh, yeah yeah DM us or uh, we got a website too jubileexotics.com cool or uh, you can contact us all over there you can call us call Rob um, should have business cards over here at Kush uh, Dispensary so all right yeah. what's along with some pixie sticks along with some pixie sticks, sticks. Some pixie sticks definitely and a potential uh, pre a pre roll collab uh, what's the uh, the Instagram this week. <laughs> It's still Kush Dispo <laughs> Tulsa right now. Right now. <laughs> right, fingers crossed. Yes. And then you can always find us right here at 1711 East Skelly Drive from 10 to 10, seven days a week. Are you not TikToking anymore? We TikTok and do we still Snapchat? Nope. Snapchat. Snapchat blocked. It, yep. Down. But Facebook, TikTok. Weed Naps, Leafly, all the things. Facebook group. You were talking about Facebook groups earlier. Facebook groups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just find us everywhere. We're yeah. everywhere. Everywhere online. Just type in Kush Dispensary. There you go. But mostly just come right here and see us in person. It's a good plan. Guys, thanks so much. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Medicine. Medicine. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. It means a lot as a patient. So thanks for, thanks for what you do. Absolutely. Well, I really, really appreciate you guys having us. And, um, you know, I hope everybody the best. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life.